0: Well, hello, lovely humans, and welcome to Engage, a wedding planning podcast for the modern-day couple. I'm your host, Jamie Wolfer, and I truly believe that wedding planning does not need to be complicated or time-consuming. I kind of picture these episodes like jumping on a quick phone call with your wedding planner. You get your answers, and you go on your merry way, because sometimes not all of us have an hour to dedicate to listening to super long podcasts or super long intros. So without further ado, let's just jump right on into it. Uh, I'm having a hard time explaining my contemporary wedding to my mom. Would you consider making a video about the top 10 things that I've changed about weddings since 70s, 80s? Oh, with my mom. Somehow I glassed over that. That actually would be kind of fun. Um, I I would love for that to be an asset in helping you communicate better with your mom. <laughs> I'm very fortunate that my mom is very design oriented. And so that's, that's something that she was um, very understanding of. Um, so I would just... Yeah. I'm so sorry that you're in the thick of that. Do your best to explain things from your heart as much as possible and say, mom, I really respect and love your opinion. And I love the ideas that you had for your wedding day. Um, and I know, uh, that you want this to be the best just know that this is something that's really important to me, and I'd love to figure out how we can get you on board with this d- design, with this concept, because it just makes me happy. It's beautiful. It's it's inspiring. Um, and sharing your heart with her will kind of change, hopefully, the tone of the conversation. But I will see what I can do with my mom. I mean, she does live in a different state, but I'll see what I can do. What are some good ways to ask parents to contribute if they don't have a lot of money? My parents are excited for me and want to help, but I also don't want them to feel overwhelmed by the cost. Okay my budget and my in-laws' budgets will be much bigger. Okay. So basically, and then you said, how do you ask about costs in general? How do you get that ball rolling? Club members are going to like die because I say this all, just gracious honesty, just going to them and saying, hey, I know obviously financially, no, I wouldn't leave with that. <laughs> basically, I understand that we're definitely not all in the place to throw this big lavish event, but we want to give you the Opportunity, or open the conversation to see if this is something that you would like to be a part of. We um we want your support in whatever way possible. Um, or we appreciate your support in whatever way possible. That's much better uh, connotation with that word. And um, if there are finances that you wish to contribute, we would welcome those. If not, I could use a lot of emotional support along the way. So um, just want you to know that your your connection to this, your activity in this, your presence in this is important to us, regardless of what form you pay. Because uh, you don't just, money isn't the only currency. You can pay with um, time. You can pay with DIY fingers. Those are extremely helpful. But it's, it's one of those things where you can keep hoping that the conversation happens, but it's likely not just going to fall into your lap. So it's important to, to really say um, honestly what the situation is like. Does that help? Advice/slash tips for ordering florals for from a DIY or wholesale website like Enjoy Flowers or Petal Driven versus in-store like Trader Joe's. Is it worth it for the DIY and will you be saving enough money to make it worth it versus a normal florist? So I paid, I didn't do full-blown centerpieces, but I paid about $220 for mine from Costco. Um, I've also done styled shoots where I spent more like four or five hundred on florals from 50 Flowers, which um, we we love that wholesale website um, specifically. So I would say it's the variety for me um, going to a wholesaler had a far bigger variety. We actually have, uh, luck would have it, Rebecca, who's one of my team members, is a florist by trade and used to work at Trader Joe's. She was the first person to tell me that you could order flowers from there. The selection is going to be a little bit more limited and they can't guarantee the florals with a company like Trader Joe's. So I think it just depends on the variety that you want to do. And it depends on what your budget is. If I did it all over again, I would go with a wholesale company online because I like the variety that they offered, but I didn't know. And Costco did the job just fine, but I also didn't have a very big selection. Peonies, hydrangeas, spray roses. Oh my. Honestly, if you are stumped on how to approach wedding flowers while keeping on budget, you will definitely want to take this little floral quiz that we put together that will help you to tap into some professional-level guidance. Factoring in your budget and aesthetic, this quiz will guide you towards an ideal resource to make your floral dreams happen without blowing your budget. Take the quiz now at floralquiz.com. I need help planning a timeline for February wedding sunset so early Um, and your venue doesn't have the cutest photography locations. Okay, if you already have a photographer, this is a great question. er, this is a great conversation to have with them. Your photographer will likely do some scouting for you, and your photographer is going to know in two seconds. Nope, that's not cute. Or like, oh, I could make this work. Something that you don't see is cute. Your photographer's eye may see completely differently. So I would say, as far as the timing, because everything that you've listed on this list is getting ready, first look, photos off site those could be very strongly dictated by how your photographer wants to handle this. Do they, does he or she want to take you somewhere else and take photos somewhere else? Um, start that conversation there with them and say, have you done a February, February wedding before? What was your timeline? Ask there because I don't know what your venue looks like and your photographer may see it from a completely different standpoint than any of us would. How do you run a rehearsal without your efficient? super normal we rarely see them we rarely see them at at a uh rehearsal simply because especially if they're a professional or if they're a pastor, or if they do something else they're just not there so you can either have someone be a stand-in literally just standing in their spot so you can kind of figure out how to center your bodies um because that's not super fun when you get like a wide ceremony shot and you guys are off <laughs> it's not super essential but ideally you can have someone stand there so uh you are centered but most of the time, we never have an. Most of the time, we do not have an efficient there. So that's quite common. How has your wedding planning timeline changed if someone is planning a wedding to you in advance, especially during COVID? I thought two years would be plenty of time, December 2022. Uh, but all the brides I know keep saying, "I need to book everything right now because of wedding postponements." My wallet cannot take all of these deposits. Do I have time? How do I make sure I get the vendors I want while spacing out deposits? Oh, I'm so sorry. That's like. This, this feeling, this panic, this scarcity mindset of like, oh my gosh, what if we don't? What if there aren't? I, I, I would not feel an extreme amount of pressure to start laying down a bunch of deposits. You have to do what's best for you financially. You have to. I'm, I'm all about weddings. That's why we're here. I freaking love weddings. But if you, are, um, if you can't afford groceries, that's a problem. If you can't afford rent, that's a problem. There will be somebody I do firmly believe that there is a a booty for every seat in the wedding industry. So you will find a florist. You will find a photographer. But right now, you are making a conscious decision to prioritize the finances that are in your pocket instead of, you know, the ones that pay for gas, (laughs) instead of prioritizing getting a specific vendor that you really, really want. So you have to book them right now. So if you can have an open mind and recognize that your priority right now is money in your own pocket because you need it. uh, And because all the deposits out at once just feels ridiculous, then it'll give you a little bit of wiggle room and give yourself a little bit of grace for when you do start hunting around, because you will find somebody. It may not be absolute perfection, like what you had in your mind in the very, very beginning, but I'll tell you, most vendors are not absolute perfection. So um, I do think you'll find somebody. Don't overspend. Trust your gut on that one. It's a good call to just take your time a little bit on that one. From the groom, when should I get serious about picking uh, my groomsmen and tux? So, well, if you're December 2022, you got plenty of time. Um, Some of his close friends may be like, dude, you're not going to ask me? I don't know. I'm not speaking. I, I can't speak for them. They might feel that way. So you don't have to jump on that anytime soon. Also, you don't have to have any at all whatsoever. Um, as far as the attire is concerned, wait, let me finish the group spin one. I didn't even finish that. So I would say at least a year in advance would be great. Maybe Christmas gifts could be their proposal boxes. I don't know. Two birds, one stone. Sounds great, right? <laughs> um, and then as far as their attire is concerned, it's best to have them picked out and ordered um, four months in advance. Just because the more you push it you could be seeing uh, late fees rush fees those kinds of things i recommend starting to look at about six to eight months out and sometimes groomsmen and bridesmaids wedding party in general does take a little bit they drag their feet a little bit getting getting their ideas ready to go so if you start looking eight months out and you pick your attire six months out then you have two months to hound your groomsmen to book or get their suits or sign up um Obviously, there are still plenty of opportunities where you can get suits after that time frame. That's just the time frame that rental companies recommend. Are you feeling lost or overwhelmed with wedding planning? Why does this also sound like an infomercial? (laughs) Take a deep breath. You are in the right place. I've put together this amazing, if I do say so myself, wedding planning checklist that tells you all the things that you need to be doing and when you need to be doing them. A step-by-step path just for you. You can grab your step-by-step wedding planning checklist now at weddingchecklist.co. That's weddingchecklist.co. Okay, we ended up having a mini ceremony last week. Congratulations! With just a few friends and family socially distanced in Central Park. Oh, stop. How cute is that? Still want to have an actual wedding with bridesmaids and groomsmen and then the big reception party. Oh, okay. Which you had to postpone again. I'm so sorry. Is it too much to expect that people will come in October if we were already technically married? Oh, I have done multiple events pre-Rona with clients who were already married. They just didn't have the big wedding and they still wanted to have it. I mean, they'd been married. I had one couple, Rebecca, Chris, and Cassandra, that they were married for like two or three years before they had their wedding. So totally fine. Of course, they're still going to want to come. And if they don't want to, that's fine. We don't want them there anyways. (laughs) Um... So she's seen the video about venue coordinators versus day of coordinators, but it seems as though the venue coordinator seems less than thrilled about potentially working with a wedding planner or day of coordinator. Um, We picked our venue partially because the venue coordinator, the owner, truly loves the place and seems to be the type of person who will walk us through most of the coordinating. However, she scoffed when we we suggested that we were going to hire a wedding planner and suggested that it would be a waste of money because she uh, she often works directly with brides. Okay, so after watching the video, you are more convinced that you need at least a day of coordinator because you're not comfortable having one of your friends do that. Do you have any suggestions on the handle, how to handle this dynamic? That's a tough one, especially when you're dealing with someone who's a little bit of an emotional bull of sorts—not bully, just strong. Um, so I would say, see, especially if you don't know her super well, she's not the kind of the type of person you're just going to sit down and braid each other's hair and watch American Idol together, you know. Um, If that's what you're comfortable with, say more comfortable with, I would say um, we respect your opinion and we are so excited to have our event here. We would just be more comfortable if there were, um, if there was a day of coordinator alongside you helping to run the big day. We know you are so successful at what you do. We want to give you the opportunity to fulfill that role to the best of your ability. So if we bring in a day of coordinator, it means that everyone gets to enjoy themselves, right? It's a nice, hopefully a better way of putting it.